Hello, my name is Keegan Peck, and this is the Pipeline Project Podcast. What are you afraid of? If you're like me, there's probably a long list of things, some completely rational and others perhaps on the more irrational side. And before we go any further, my fear of spiders is completely rational. But think of your top fears. Of those, how many do you have complete control over? If your list looks anything like mine, there's probably not much that falls completely under the realm of your control. Nothing, really. In fact, I would venture to say that at the heart of every fear is a lack of control. We fear things that have power over us. We're afraid of dangerous animals because of what they might do to us. We're afraid of people because of what they might do to us. We're afraid of disease and illness and accidents because of what they might do to us. Situations in which you have fear are those in which you realize you aren't in control. When you think about it that way, how does that make you feel? It makes me feel helpless and maybe even a little more fearful when I realize how little I can control. But when you think about it, how much in life is really under our control? Anything can happen to us at any moment. We could be driving to work and be hit by another car. We could be walking to the store and be mugged. We could even take very good care of our health and yet still have a heart attack or develop cancer. No matter how careful we might try to be, we are never in complete control. And if these examples seem like something you could control, there is a chance, no matter how small, that you could be hit by a meteorite while sitting in your house. That's actually happened to someone. The point is this. We are never in control. But instead of scaring us more, I think realizing that can help us to be less fearful. Because even though we aren't in control, we know who is. In Luke chapter 12, verses 4 through 7, Jesus said, And I say to you, my friends, do not be afraid of those who kill the body, and after that have no more that they can do. But I will show you whom you should fear. Fear him who, after he is killed, has power to cast into hell. Yes, I say to you, fear him. Are not five sparrows sold for two copper coins? And not one of them is forgotten before God. But the very hairs of your head are all numbered. Do not fear, therefore. You are more valuable than many sparrows. Jesus said that there is only one who we should fear. And that is God. Fear is an interesting word to use when referring to how we should feel toward God. But I think it has two different meanings depending on where we find ourselves. If we do not follow God, then we have very much to fear. As it is written in Hebrews chapter 10, verses 30 through 31, 
For we know him who said, Vengeance is mine, I will repay. And again, the Lord will judge his people. It is a terrifying thing to fall into the hands of the living God. However, if we follow God, then our fear is more of awe and respect, not one of terror. As Jesus said in verses 6 and 7 of our passage in Luke chapter 12, Are not five sparrows sold for two copper coins? And not one of them is forgotten before God. But the very hairs of your head are all numbered. Do not fear, therefore. You are of more value than many sparrows. God created us. He loves us and knows us down to the very hairs on our head. So won't He provide for us and take care of us as He sees fit? As it says in Colossians chapter 1, verses 16-17, through 17, For by Him all things were created that are in heaven and that are on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or principalities or powers, all things were created through Him and for Him. And He is before all things, and in Him all things consist. God is the supreme power in the universe, the creator of all that was and is and will ever be. So if we're told that He loves us and cares for us, then what have we really to fear? Our fears keep us from enjoying the blessings God has given us. He created this wonderful world, but fear can keep us from enjoying it. Fear can keep us from deep relationships with others. Fear can keep us from living out our calling. In Hebrews chapter 13, the author goes through a few things that Christians should do. And when we get to verses 5 and 6, we see something interesting. Verse 6 talks about the Lord being our helper and us being confident and without fear. But verse 5 is an interesting part of that. Verses 5 and 6 read, Make sure that your character is free from the love of money, being content with what you have, for he himself has said, I will never desert you, nor will I ever forsake you. So that we confidently say, The Lord is my helper, I will not be afraid. What will man do to me? Do you find it odd that he includes getting rid of the love of money and being content with what we have, and that somehow relating to God saying that he would never desert or forsake us? Could the writer be saying that the love of money and pursuit of more things is an attempt to control our own lives? I could be wrong, but that's how it reads to me. And if that's the case, then we are putting our trust in ourselves or in our abilities and our possessions instead of trusting in God. And of course that doesn't mean that we shouldn't work and make a living. But when we trust in what we think we can provide for ourselves, we lose sight of who really is in charge and taking care of us. As it says in Proverbs chapter 18, verses 10 through 11, The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous runs into it and is safe. A rich person's wealth is his strong city and like a high wall in his own imagination. Another passage that really speaks to someone's trust being in the correct place is Psalms chapter 20, verses 6 through 7, a psalm written by David. Different versions say it differently, 
but I like the way the ESV words it. Now I know that the Lord saves his anointed. He will answer him from his holy heaven with the saving might of his right hand. Some trust in chariots and some in horses, but we trust in the name of the Lord our God. Ultimately, God is in control of everything, and he will take care of us and provide what we need, including peace during times of fear and anxiety. Philippians chapter 4, verses 6 through 7 says, Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and pleading with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all comprehension, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. No matter what happens, we have nothing to fear. Because whatever happens, is in God's hands. He is in control, in complete control. And if we submit to His will and trust in Him, He will take care of us. And if that's the case, then what have we to fear? If you would like to get in touch with me, you can reach me at feedback at thepipelineproject.com. If you enjoy the show, I would love it if you would spread the word. This podcast can only continue to grow with your help. Be sure to subscribe to the show to have it delivered right to your device. And while you're there, a rating or review would be very helpful to help more people find the show. Watch for future episodes released on Sundays. See you next time. Thanks for listening.